0: I'm super excited, too. It's also kind of terrifying. I think before you do anything great, there comes a time when you just get scared shitless. Like any time I've done anything significant in my life, whether it was like, you know, choosing a new producer to work with or finishing writing the song and, you know, anything that was really scary or a big show, like right before, you know, that big event happens, there's always that fear that's like, are you really going to do this? Yeah, it's... So I, I, I think that's normal um, and yeah. usually means you're onto something good I think so. <laughs>
1: Today on the show, we are joined with singer-songwriter Justine Giles. And this week, she's about to release an amazing new track titled Save Myself. That comes out on the 18th, and we got to hear it early, along with a couple of you on the Patreon who got the sneak peek. And it is such a beautiful track. And beyond talking about that track, this is just such a deep and introspective episode. And I really, really cherish this talk we had with Justine. There's so many layers to it. Um certain themes of just kind of evolving as a human and struggles over the past couple years and how that relates to being an artist and so much more with so many layers and i feel like as this conversation goes on the deeper and deeper we get and i thought what was really cool after uh, we recorded this episode Me and Justine off the mic. We talked for probably another hour and a half. And right now, as I'm making this intro and listing off a few things we were talking about, my brain's like, oh, did we record that part or not? It was just such a natural like just flow and a wonderful human connection. And I'm sure this isn't the last time you're going to hear Justine on the show. Definitely going to have her back in the future because selfishly, I just love talking to her and A lot of exciting things are in her future. Seems like she's got a bit of rejuvenation in her career. Great things are happening. And you'll hear in the show how she talks about how she even feels like she's evolved as a person over the past two years. And that's finally coming out into her music, which once again is releasing this week. So be on the lookout for that, but let's not waste any more time. Here's Justine. I wanted to say too, I wanted to have you on this episode or uh, on the show for a while. You've always been in the back of my mind uh, when I see you on social media too. And I'm just like, oh, I'll just wait till she releases a new single. But beyond promoting a single, I just know um, I could have a great talk with you just by your cadence and just how open you are on social media and even something you post today, you posted today, like before this, uh, I saw your story and it's, (laughs) it's something I feel like I resonate with and a lot of other people could as well too. And yeah, just thanks for joining me today.
0: Oh my God. Well, thank you times a million because, um, well, I really appreciate that feedback, and for the most part, I get that feedback, which I I appreciate from anyone I interact with on socials. But um, yeah, I mean, it's all about all these conversations, right? Like, the world is crazy, obviously, but it's it's so nice to be able to have genuine chats with people. So yeah, I appreciate like the chance to to chat with you on your platform. Like, that's exciting for me, and I know we've we've kind of uh, been connected through. The internet for a long time, <laughs> and mm-hmm. we have a lot of mutual people, you know. So it's cool when you like finally get to sit down and chat.
1: Yeah, you know what? I wasn't even thinking about this till right now. It's like seems like I've known you, like, and this is like the first time we're actually like speaking face to face in a way. I yeah. Believe, beyond totally. like tweeting or whatever, it's just I don't know. You just got a great <laughs> vibe. And uh, um, speaking of. Uh, I got to listen to the single early for people yeah. wanting to know. It comes out on the 18th. It's called Save Myself. And um, one thing I loved about it, whether this was the meaning of the song or not, um, this is kind of like the way I interpreted it. It's like uh, almost uh, realizing you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of another. Is that uh, the theme yeah, of 100. things?
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And I mean, like you were saying, I I was just kind of posting about this on socials today because uh, it's such a tricky thing to navigate. Like there's some people I I realize that, I mean, I'll start with this before I get into that. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I'm someone who grew up um, kind of as a caretaker, like my brother has special needs. And so from the time I was really young, my life was all about other people and making sure that everyone else was good. So I didn't really have a sense of like knowing who Justine was and, and how to take care of her, if that makes any sense. So I think with that being my baseline as a kid, I ended up in a lot of relationships where, I mean, I ended up in that pattern, right. Of of yeah. trying to take care of other people and trying to save other people or, or what have you. And so It's a tricky thing to navigate and and learn from and heal from, uh, on the opposite side of the spectrum, like the stuff I was dealing with today, I received like a really crazy message from someone today that was kind of saying like, that they felt entitled to my success, or there's some people in the industry that feel like, they want to be able to say that they made you or into something, if that makes any sense. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I have a hard time with that because it's like I really had to sit with myself today. Um, and I had a great morning, by the way, like you and I were chatting this morning before the show, mm-hmm. like, you know, sunny day and like what a, I had a great sleep and all that stuff. And this message kind of threw me off because I was like, you know what? I always want to give credit where it's due and thank the people in my life that have made a positive impact and have made a difference and the people that have supported me 100%. However, like I got myself here. Like I had to really fight hard to get to the place that I'm at with myself today. And that I have to be able to say that, you know, and and admit that. Um, And that's hard for me because it is easy to be like, in unhealthy dynamics where you're like oh it's all about that person who saved me or whatever and I just think like that's such an old school mentality and we see that in Disney movies right from the time we're so young like I need a savior and it's all about this other person coming to save me and rescue me and it's like no man like I had to really really work hard to like get to a good place with myself
1: and maybe they were there for like a moment but they haven't been there for the whole journey and uh they could see somebody like you uh succeeding and progressing or whatever and then they go back and they're like oh if it wasn't for that one time I was there like none of yeah. this would happen when totally. like, I've, I've seen uh, and heard from my friends who are also in the industry and not even music like and comedy and in um in film yeah. too where uh they've had people like that too on them and I've only had a little tiny bit of shade like that in my life thank god but it's like um yeah I don't know that's such a slap in the face and I hate that it's like even I could I can see like where they could be like get some sense of pride for helping you in a moment or whatever but to say hey like you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me, is that's a uh, very like selfish, and if this person's never said that to you before, it's kind of probably eye opening of what their internal narrative and intentions are.
0: Yeah, for sure. And this is also someone that I I honestly don't really know personally that well, and yeah. someone that I wouldn't really associate with being someone who really helped me in my life. So it yeah. kind of like really threw me. Um, and I also just so happened to be talking to like one of my good friends this morning who actually did help me a lot through this pandemic and helped me like genuinely get back to songwriting and pushed me to find a new producer and do all these things I was terrified to do, who is the complete opposite and never, ever held it against me and never made me feel that I owed them anything. And I was just like, the contrast today between these two people (laughs) was insane. And the other thing too about this topic is like, I mean you've been following me for a long time so you know that I share very openly about a lot of different things in my life on socials and and I do that just because I feel like it's part of my journey to to do that and I think uh social media can be a really fake place sometimes and people compare their lives and compare their bodies and their whatever (laughs) things that they own you know to other people that they don't know and I think that's a really unhealthy thing so I just try to bring like my life experiences to the table and what I've found in doing that is for the most part it gets like really good genuine responses from people that feel alone in their experience. And as someone that knows how it feels, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's just a part of a part of my path, you know
1: yeah it's i can tell like when you really or when you speak your tone is very genuine or when you make a tweet and stuff and i can see why like a lot of people connect like i personally <laughs> have connected to it over like the pandemic like sometimes like you'd uh you'd mention like how you're not feeling great like about like just everything in general where i feel like a lot of uh us and even myself included some days it's like that meme with the dog and the coffee and like everything's on fire (laughs) you're like this is fine type of thing just trying to get through and then like sometimes I'd uh I'd read your thing and then I'd 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 hit a like or something and sometimes not all the time I, I wouldn't like comment but Almost because I, there's not enough characters on Twitter to actually tell you <laughs> how how much I relate to the one little sentence you said. But it's also like just very refreshing as well, too, because I also know like a lot of people and this is just like the downside of social media where they'll post things just for for the attention or whatever, where every time yeah. you kind of speak out about troubles and stuff. I don't know. It it comes from a genuine place in um it seems like you're aware of this but like a lot of people do relate to like just those internal thoughts and uh, insecurities and just kind of being open about it too and I also feel like talking about it too helps you grow and understand it like kind of putting it out there like makes you look at it from like a third person as well instead of like keeping it in, bottled up inside and it growing into something else and,
0: For sure. I think it's a really, I mean, obviously times have been very isolating over the past couple of years, but I mean, as someone who knows what isolation is like pre pandemic and what it, what it feels like to go through situations where you honestly, genuinely feel like you're the only person who knows what that feeling is like, that's a shitty feeling. And I know that there's other people that obviously there's a lot of humans on the planet that would be able to resonate. But you know, if we're taught to not talk about issues, And you know, just deal with stuff alone. You have a lot of people that are suffering in silence, and that sucks. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I do definitely try to just be genuine about it. Um, And I think the thing that I'm having to navigate now, like coming up to this new release, like I've been off the scene for a couple years and had some, you know, serious healing and and soul searching to do. Um, But I'm coming back a bit different. Like I'm a grown woman now, and and some of my followers have been like following me since I was pretty much a teenager and I've changed a lot since then. And I've realized a lot since then. And, uh, like I'm kind of facing this battle right now of like, how much do I share on socials and how much do I not? Because I don't want to lose this genuine connection that we're talking about because it's like when I show up on socials and talk about issues that matter to me, um, and people are connecting to that, like, that's what I want. But what I don't like is when people feel like it's really tricky with social media sometimes because you can feel like you really know somebody when you have like really never met them. And sometimes that's a yeah. good thing. And sometimes that's a bad thing. Right. Like I've met amazing people on social media that I've, I obviously would never meet otherwise because of mostly just the physical distance. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the issue becomes when like that person who messaged me earlier today felt so kind of entitled or felt like they really personally know me and i'm like i'm not really friends with you like you don't really personally know me and it's weird it's weird to have people be like well i was there for you and it's like well maybe you saw like something i posted on socials but at that time like you know to be real like my life kind of crashed and burned like four years ago and um I guess I, I probably posted about it on socials, but I really felt like no one was really there for me at that time. So for, for people to say that it's kind of weird.
1: Yeah, but. most definitely. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts to like how you can put certain things out and people think they know like your entire life just by maybe a tweet or <laughs> one yeah. like 15 second Instagram story too. But I also think, um, I don't know, that's both like, There's like a beauty and danger to being an artist or just somebody in the public. And because people will get connected to you on an emotional level and like just even listening to like a song, like like the single you're about to put out too, it's a, I feel like a lot of people are going to relate to it too. But also it's people can interpret it into their own ways and their own narrative in their life and whether, and they can think that's what, you are going through too when it could be like something totally different in in their mind of what it is and just they might be reaching out in like a certain way like of just being creepy or whatnot and not having boundaries of but also on the good side of the coin it's like some people be like oh I heard this song and you know it saved my life today type of thing you know it's it's crazy putting that kind of emotion out there
0: Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's a really weird job to have, right? Because I'm someone that like I do really feel called to like talk about a lot of things and uh I want to be open and I wanna be connecting with people, but I also have to learn how to set boundaries, right? Which I obviously didn't really know how to do when I was younger. So it's interesting coming back, like a lot in the industry has changed, but there's some things that haven't changed too. And you know, I'm just Trying to make sure everyone feels respected like I want my followers to feel respected or people that come to my show I want that to be a safe space and I want to feel respected and safe like I don't know I just think it's an interesting thing to learn how to navigate and um, at the end of the day you know like Yeah. It's such a weird, it is the double, it's like a double edged sword. It's the two sides of the coin because no one really knows what you go through behind closed doors, like unless you're literally there, but even if someone is with you behind closed doors, like everyone has their own psyche and their own traumas and their own ways of processing, you know what I mean? So yeah, to assume that we really know people on socials, like even if they are being genuine, like there's always going to be stuff that you don't fully know. So I don't know. I, I try to share as much as my story as I can, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, but I'm also trying to figure out like how to keep a couple of things sacred for myself too. Because I think for a long time, um, especially when I was starting out, like social media was kind of something I treated as like, this is my friends. Like this, this is like, even social media as a whole, like, that's my friend, like, that's where I'm going to yeah. say everything. And, and it's like, you know, social media isn't always your friend.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, true, true. <laughs> you know, like,
0: I just think it's important to have like, to establish some, some genuine friendships that are off screen, too, is all, all I have to say about it. I just yeah. think it's good for our, our mental health to do that, too.
1: Yeah, definitely. And um, I think just one thing, uh, that's amazing about uh, being like a singer-songwriter too is like you mentioned like the past four years of just going through a lot of different things but being able to capture a piece of that and turn it into a song and then turn it into something that people enjoy, turn it into something you can make a couple bucks off of turn it into something you can get on stage and play it. It's like the biggest F you to the universe like <laughs> the imaginable for like putting you through all that and I think that's like what's the most special thing about like artists where you can turn it around and of course like it's sucks to go through that and maybe there's things you went through you, you wouldn't wish on yourself or any other person but um I don't know just the amazing thing that comes after it is I don't know poetic and be- beautiful you know and but you have to yeah. like, kind of go through all of that and kind of dig back into those moments to make <laughs> what can make you happy or other people happy I don't know it's a it's a weird thing yeah. I've been like really thinking about too and it's uh I don't know I think it just fascinates me about different creatives and artists and all that
0: oh absolutely and I so appreciate you bringing that up because that's come up for me a lot too like it's funny gearing up for this release it's like a lot is coming up for me to like remember and. Um, I guess because I've just going through a lot uh, behind the scenes over the past couple of years. And I genuinely like had a long period of time where I wasn't sure I would be able to write music again or release music again. Like That's such a crazy experience for me as a writer. Like I was always a writer as a kid, honestly, like always writing poetry, and it's something that came very, very naturally to me. And, and same as songwriting as well. So to go through a period of time in my life where I was like actually unable to write was a huge identity crisis, yeah. um, like majorly, because it's just, it's something I identify with. And uh, I tried to rush the process a little bit for a while. And I was like, oh, got to get back at it and whatever, and try to like, to rush healing stuff that I needed to do there was a lot that I was still unconscious of at the time Uh, I just wasn't ready and like if I could go back years ago I would just be like take your time and and figure it out you know like there's no there's no way to to rush this kind of thing unfortunately
1: yeah even um like some things you mentioned too uh it's interesting times uh over like just like the past year for everybody to but um, I find like just talking to my friends who are in the arts and entertainment industry and even just me thinking about it this week, like prior to the pandemic, it's really hard being an artist, you know? It's yeah. like, it's it's a gamble. Like if you wanna go all in and then to have like this global thing happen where um, like what you do kind of gets stifled And trying to find different ways where I know a lot of people like their income was like touring and just Mm -hmm. getting out there or like you can't go to a studio because it's closed or like things shutting down. And um, I even found it was hard for me to want to ask people to do episodes, too, because like the show, like I interview artists and stuff like that. But I could tell like just by talking to them, it felt like a piece of them is missing and, like, this is not the time to have you on a microphone, like, until totally. like, you go through some healing and, like, even, like, talk about things. But um, I feel like with a lot of people just, um, especially in Ontario, we kind of had uh, things open up again this week. And everybody who I know who are, like, comedians <laughs> and musicians, they're all booking shows. And there's just, like, a different energy. And I could tell, like, there's, like, a glow to them in a way. And I, am kind of getting that vibe off of you as well too, but maybe in a deeper way where you were talking about like, just kind of even prior to the pandemic feeling stifled and just by the way you're talking today, it feels like there's been a weight taken off your shoulder from you just kind of growing even like beyond lockdowns and stuff, just internally and almost finding yourself in a certain way.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's why it was so interesting for me because, uh, yeah, my life just kind of blew up on every level. (laughs) Uh, I was living in Toronto for a while and and took this like music program, met a bunch of artists and industry people and things were going pretty well for a while. And then some personal and professional stuff got messy and I really just hit rock bottom. So then after that, I mean, I really quite a while like I said I was just trying to like rush the process and get myself back and I had to really learn the hard way that it doesn't happen overnight (laughs) Mm -hmm. like healing doesn't happen overnight like any type of success doesn't happen overnight it really doesn't so I was almost lucky in a way that all that stuff happened pre-pandemic for me because I was able to get to a point where I had enough time to reflect and gather my thoughts and literally gather my stuff and move across the country like before COVID hit. So um, really grateful that that happened when it did because uh, yeah, I moved out to Calgary at the very end of 2019 and had a couple months of normal life here and quickly built a, a sense of community and, and the music scene here is very tight knit, had some friends here. Had some really cool moments where I ended up in a venue and I knew people that were here from Toronto and I was like I know more people sorry
1: oh you cut I out again there he's uh, in there
0: ah uh, you know what let me try to fix that just give me one sec okay I'm
1: awesome. back <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh,
0: so where was I yeah um, I think right yeah.
1: before you you cut out you were saying uh that you you went to uh, when you were in Calgary you were at a venue and you saw people you knew from Toronto and then it cut right when you were saying it's like <laughs> I knew more people than yeah like I think you were gonna say than other people who were there or something like that
0: yeah basically I, I ended up in a venue here and I knew artist friends of mine but I also knew a bunch of like producers and managers and just people from yeah Toronto that were here at the time And it was really unreal because I I literally had moved here and was maybe here for three months. And I'm sitting here looking around this room full of people that I know. And I was just like, this is such a weird feeling because I probably knew more people there than I would have like at a show in Toronto, which is really weird.
1: Yeah, Um, it felt like home then, eh?
0: Totally. So, I mean, I was really lucky to have those experiences before COVID hit. And I was able to like establish myself a little bit here on the scene. So that was great. Um, but obviously, not to say that this has been an easy time because obviously, this pandemic has been really difficult for everybody. And, you know, I live across the country from my entire family. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's, tough, yeah, that's challenging. You know, like I live alone and have to provide for myself and um, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, so obviously, it's been challenging. But at the same time, I'm glad that I kind of hit a rock bottom point pre-COVID because I was able to use the pandemic really for the most part to like go within and not saying that that's easy because it's not but I I really was able to like yeah do some do some healing and um get back to songwriting and all these types of things and yeah none of it happened overnight like a lot of the stuff that's coming to fruition now has been in the works for the better part of the last year so um
1: yeah it's almost like a a saying uh, you got to step back to step forward in a way to just kind of reevaluate everything and because sometimes you can just keep on moving and like you're burying like certain things that you don't even know are issues. Like this is just me almost talking oh, about yeah. myself now. <laughs>
0: and then, no, but it, it's, but it's so thing, you know, true you're though. You're
1: in isolation. You're just like, Oh, what the fuck is all this shit? Yeah. Like, it's just, you're
0: lo- you're locked in with all your thoughts and your, yeah. your, your demons and all these things. And, and that's a lot for people. And I think that's why we're seeing so many people struggling right now, because I mean, that's hard.
1: <laughs> um,
0: I get why people would be struggling with like addiction issues or things like that, or just wanting to numb stuff that comes up because obviously that's a prime time for all your things to come to the surface, whether it's like, you know, issues from childhood that you haven't dealt with or issues in your relationships that you haven't dealt with or whatever it is. We've had a lot of time to sit and think about it or feel it. And that's not comfortable.
1: Yeah, definitely. Whatsoever. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, um, it's it's been tough for people but yeah I have to say like I'm I'm grateful that my life played out the way that it did and I have been able to find a lot of strength in being on my own as hard as it's been like I it got me to where I need to be right now I think so yeah definitely.
1: yeah yeah and uh yeah it seems like you've lived like all over the place in Canada as well like, yeah
0: uh, originally
1: from Sudbury right
0: hmm yeah yeah born and raised and uh that was a great place to grow up too like I was having a chat last week about that with uh another podcast I was doing and it's cool to bond with people over Sudbury it's like it's such a small world um, yeah. but yeah I mean it was a great place to grow up and, and start out as a as a young singer-songwriter and I used to gig like every day downtown and started doing open mics and stuff and people would learn my songs and i was like this is rad you know
1: that's so cool
0: and i'll never forget those days because that's like before i had any industry experience right like i was just this like kid basically that was a singer songwriter and just wanted to do music my way like i produced my first record with my dad and his friends and like self-produced basically you know and had no like just zero industry experience at that time you know but but those were special days and like local people were so supportive like um my first cd release party i mean we had free catering from a local you know restaurant and oh that's so cool yeah and we like sold out a bar and the bar gave us the venue for free and like everyone came together and I'll just never forget that because obviously I I think it's important to remember your roots and and to remember those times because like you know I've certainly tasted the industry a lot after that time but
1: uh, (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) that's like those old days like sound like so magical and I find like sometimes like people will be like on that journey at the beginning it seems like an adventure and like maybe there's like different kind of struggles where you're like oh why am I not on the radio or whatever like yeah I find everybody totally. always wants more but then you can look back and you're like whoa those were the best freaking times and yeah even like a lot of uh like I listened to like a lot of different shows with like some metal bands I like and stuff and now they get like Flown places, and they're like in like nice buses, <laughs> and they're like, "Yo, nothing was better." We were like in the shitty van with like no heat, and like the middle yeah. of Buffalo with all the snow, and we're just all drinking and bonding, <laughs> and and like they're just like saying like the part of the adventure is like part of the journey, and I feel like sometimes as you're on the journey, you don't you don't really know that as you're going through oh, yeah. it until you look back and you're like, "Wow, that's those were amazing times."
0: Yeah, 100%. And I still feel like I do that. It's so hard to enjoy Mm -hmm. every aspect of the journey, because you're right, especially as an artist, It's like always chasing this never ending thing. But I guess people in general, like there's always that horizon living, like I'll be happy when this happens, or XYZ. And I've learned too that I mean that's it's not really a great way to live because if you're always living like that you're never happy (laughs) you're never yeah it's
1: so true and I've been listening to like a bunch of meditation stuff too and it's always about like uh, thinking about uh, being in the present moment yeah and when I follow these things I'm like yo okay I'm good now and like there's like a lot of my problems are things I'm thinking about from the past or something in the future that's yep. not even happened yet. Or it's just my <laughs> internal narrative spinning in a certain way. And then I sit here and I'm just like, oh, okay. I'm here. I got a microphone. I got a tea. I'm talking to Justine. Like things are fine. Like calm down. Yeah. now is awesome. But <laughs> but there's like so many like little moments of that where like your own internal narrative could just change your whole mood and vibe yeah and just, uh, almost torture you in a way
0: oh yeah I deal with that all the time because I mean I think a lot <laughs> I have a yeah. very overactive brain and I, yeah I mean I I like to be reflective because it, for me I really like get off on growth like I'm a big growth person and I always want to be growing and evolving and learning from my past but also learning from generational things that have happened that you know, patterns that I want to be breaking. And, and that takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of reflection, but it's so important to like, come back and enjoy the now, uh, mm-hmm. which is why, yeah, I love doing live shows and I love doing podcasts and I love doing radio because it's like, I have to be here now <laughs> mm-hmm. talking about whatever comes up right now. And, and I really, I really enjoy that.
1: Yeah, the best is when you kind of get lost in the craft, whether it's like a podcast. And uh, I'm sure you get to get like this when you're doing music or like I've had like some times where like I've experimented doing like stand up comedy, too, and where you stop overthinking and you're just like kind of in the flow and like lose track of like space and time. Like,
0: yeah, there's something there's a
1: there's a magical feeling of that that feels so good that I wish I could like bottle it up and just (laughs) inject into people who don't pursue like, uh, these kind of things or whatever, Yeah, you know, it's just like, uh, it it would make people understand the struggles and like why you put yourself through all this stuff. Um, like, like I mentioned, like being an artist, you're pretty much gambling, you know, (laughs) but, (laughs) uh, but you have like these moments that just feel so good. And it's like, yeah, this is why I do this or even beyond the performance level, just, uh, getting feedback of like a song or a joke you told that really connected and resonated with somebody and just like, Oh, that's like, it's, it's almost like I'm trying to describe it, but it's just a feeling, you know?
0: Oh, it really is. And I think we need that to keep going as creatives. It's funny because I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and it's not just for, for music. It's just like everything in the entertainment sector. I think (laughs) we question, like I question everyone questions sometimes like why the fuck am I doing this <laughs> <laughs> is, is it worth it like it's yes. it's so easy to get clouded with so much shit that doesn't matter or just to feel discouraged or whatever but yeah it's those moments It's that feeling that you're describing uh when someone reflects something back to you or you just have that moment you know that connection moment you're like oh this is why I do this
1: mm-hmm, and yeah.
0: uh yeah I, I definitely appreciate those moments and I don't think I've really had a lot of them over the last couple of years because I wasn't really fully putting myself out there um, but I'm starting to get glimpses of that you know like the odd show I mean the world is still kind of weird but we have some a couple of like live shows going on here right now so um, that opens me up to like connecting, right? Like in person with people. So um what is that like? You know, no one really yeah, knows what yeah. that's like anymore.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, Even but... I went to a show uh what, what day? Okay, today's Monday. Yeah. On Friday, um I went to a comedy show and there was a bunch of people I knew and we were all just kind of like standing around having a drink. and just being like very like socially awkward which yeah. was it was weird because we know each other we love each other and I just remember somebody being like oh I think I forgot how to people like yeah. like Ontario just opened and like but again it's great to be back out and maybe there's gonna be a, a little leeway of us like trying to refind find our public whether it's like persona or public self and just get out there and mingle and I know like a lot of people too they're kind of they got so used to the pandemic Mm -hmm. where it's almost turned into a comforting thing and uh somebody told me in private they're like I'm not gonna say their name or whatever but uh yeah they were just like um I feel bad for saying this but I don't want the pandemic to end because they were in a, a toxic job situation and now they can just work from home by themselves, and I'm like, you know what? That's um, that's such an interesting thought of I don't know, just society as a whole and how sometimes like just things that are considered quote unquote quote uh, normal in life that are actually damaging to people, and having those being taken away was actually a blessing to others and I'm not saying like people getting sick is like a overall blessing but you kind of know like I don't know like what I'm trying to say where it's like for some people who were in a safe p- position just to not have to go to this job they hate being able to just get like maybe a government check and chill for a bit like sometimes some people yeah. needed that time to just shut off and I thought that was like the most interesting and almost like a mm-hmm they said it in like such a vulnerable way where i actually like appreciated them telling me that i'm just like whoa that's pretty fucking deep and real like you know like yeah yeah
0: well i can actually really relate to that because in alberta things are obviously uh, very different sometimes politically speaking Mm -hmm. uh so last summer we actually reopened and they decided that it was a great idea to just tell everybody all of a sudden to not wear masks and not follow any kind of protocols uh which probably lasted about a month and then guess what we all had to go (laughs) back to wearing masks and following procedures uh what a shocker so i'm someone that very much got used to being alone and being independent and trying to rebuild my career and trying to like work on some healing and like doing some therapy and like literally refocusing on me and what was good for me. And I was like, I have no interest in going to the stampede and being around thousands of people getting trampled on and and getting beer spilt on me Mm -hmm. and, and not wearing a mask, like no thanks. So I literally spent that, that month of July uh in pretty much in bed like working but then really retreating because I was like I'm not ready for this like I'm not everyone else well not everyone but a lot of people here were so antsy to get back out and be in a crowd and and have a normal life if you will and I was like I'm not ready for that at all and Mm -hmm. you know sure enough things shut down again and it's like that's kind of what I predicted was going to happen so yeah, it's different. I think it's different for everybody and how they how they are, right? Like, I know extroverts are probably having a much different time than introverts. Like, I'm fairly introverted. And sometimes I'm extroverted when it comes to, like, performances and stuff. But I'm someone that needs a lot of alone time to, like, recharge my batteries and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's it's kind of a blessing and a curse because at the same time, like, when things really do reopen to a greater extent than they have over the past couple of years, I think I'm going to struggle with that. Like I obviously want to be putting myself out into the world and I very much am, and I want to be, you know, back to performing and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I've become accustomed to like not socializing in person with people. And that's not necessarily a good thing, but That's something I've kind of gotten used to. Right. So, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah, I feel like a lot of people can relate to that as well. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, I don't know, uh, the vibe in Calgary, but I feel like Toronto, especially like, even though like things are open, like some people are happy. But like you turn on the news, there's just so much tension <laughs> and like I, yeah. I, don't, I never like to like make these shows like super political, but it's just a feeling in the air as I go outside. It's like um, I've never seen like in my entire life, like Canada so divided. Yeah, and, uh, I there's agree. so many people I know like who are on different sides of the fence fighting for different things. And um, I'm just like totally like exhausted. And there's, there's, yeah. I have my, my personal beliefs and shit, but I'm like, you know what? I just don't fucking care anymore. Some days I just like have a bad attitude. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll just fight each other and kill each other. I don't care. I'll just be chilling <laughs> in my house or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's I just such a, um, uh, I don't know, just a, a weird vibe lately. Like, it's very, it doesn't seem like, the city I used I moved to you know it's weird
0: yeah there is a lot of division right now for sure and that's why I try my best to pick my battles because there are certain things I'm really really passionate about and things I feel really called to talk about and I do Mm -hmm. that but then it's like I also am not someone who posts too much about politics right now because things are really heated there's a lot of division and it's like you can't win everybody over and not everyone's going to agree with you and that's just the way it is so it's like I'm trying my best to like you know be true to me and try to be kind to people because the world is just still really nuts and uh I think it's sad because there's a lot of there's a lot of hatred coming out like there's a lot of darkness and a lot of ugliness coming out and oh like that's that is it's a hard thing to witness and it's exhausting and it is a collective energy that's very much present like you're saying whether we turn a blind eye to it or not like it's there you know
1: yeah i i love what you said too there you just kind of keep to yourself be kind to everybody and that's like the ultimate way to even like protect your own energy whether you realize yeah. it or not and like feel like other people um could connect to that too and even like it goes to your song save save myself you know <laughs> like that's like yeah. if that's like the best way to do it and I think it is uh yeah go for it even um the other week I, I uh sometimes I, I write silly shit on my Twitter and I fucking <laughs> I, I thought I thought like this is me thinking I'm so funny I wrote something about like the truckers and then a minute went by and I'm like wait and I, I started thinking about like, I was listening to all this shit about like protecting your energy too. And really like following that lately. And I'm like, yeah. this is the, this writing, this joke is the opposite. It's just going to attract like a fight. And I, I just hit delete, <laughs> even though I, I personally thought it was funny. I'm like, no, we're just not going to do that. And again, it's uh it also goes like full circle with uh, our conversation of just navigating in social media and how, weird that can be and almost like being conscious of uh what you want to put out there and what you don't and again it's just sometimes it's like the best is to be silent once in a while and just chill you know where I know other people would disagree with the comment I made they're like "Oh, you gotta fight for everything but I don't know for your sometimes (laughs) for your own mental health you need to just chill back Mm -hmm. for a bit and let other people fight, whatever.
0: Yeah. I think you you definitely got to pick your battles because if you're constantly in fight or flight, it's exhausting. And I think we already have been in a time where we've all had to be in that survival mode for two years now. And I don't even think that humans are actually built for that. I think we have fight or flight and freeze and like all these kinds of traumatic, you know, these trauma responses, right. To deal with, traumatic experiences on a very short-term basis not extended basis like this is I think we're all so over overblown like overshot in terms of our like nervous system and emotional system and whatever so Mm -hmm. uh I mean it's a really strange time to be alive so I just try to pick my battles and but I very similar to you like I've definitely posted stuff sometimes and I'm like I'm just gonna delete that because if I don't (laughs) feel like I can fully back it hundred percent I'm just trying to be more aware of that now than I was before. I think before I, like I said, especially Twitter, like Twitter is bad for that sometimes because it feels like that safe place. You can just say whatever you Mm -hmm. want and it's not going to bite you in the ass later. But uh, people read, right? People are reading what you're saying. And sometimes you really have to be aware of what you're putting out there because sometimes it's just like you're frustrated in the one event and you need a place to do it, but I'm trying to not treat social media as that place all the time anymore because I don't think the world needs, I don't, I don't think the world needs extra angst.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I feel that a lot too. And like on the same page where I'm trying to be more conscious about that where before I would just post every freaking thought I had on my Facebook or whatever. And now it's like, Hey, chill, like wait till you have like a good one, like a haymaker or whatever. <laughs> and, like, and speaking of that, like, uh, like I mentioned earlier too, I, I've really been enjoying like how open you've been on your stories. And there was one thing you said that I wanted to talk about too, and like going yeah. back to like us talking about internal growth over the years too and like you mentioned that you're kind of a new you uh, a stronger you like you went from a girl and now you're a woman making this music putting yourself out there and um, you mentioned that some people really resonate with that and then some people don't like it at all Mm -hmm. and that's been something on my mind as well too uh, I've had like certain conversations with people from my past who like almost that uh, moment I think I even might have said this like two episodes ago to somebody I was talking (laughs) to where they're like you changed man but I don't know I've evolved maybe it's like not a bad change and I'm uh I feel like I'm a better person than I was like a decade ago type of thing you know and it's it's a it's interesting how some people who I don't know. They take it a weird way as they see you growing when they just want everything to stay the same. And I I don't know if that's like the same thing you're talking about as you mentioned that, but that's kind of like what I've been feeling like lately this past year or two.
0: Oh, for sure. I think it's a good thing as well. Again, as someone who just really values and thrives off of constant growth (laughs) that's just me like I've always Mm -hmm. been that way um because I it's not it's not that I don't feel good enough in the moment it's just like I but I want to be a better human and I want to see a better world and I want people to do better there's there's issues that have been going on like I've become aware of a lot of you know societal things but also just generational things within my own family over the past year so not not only becoming aware of what makes me me and what, what made me who I am from my childhood, but also what was my mother's experience and my grandmother's experience and what were their relationships like and all that kind of stuff. I find it to be really interesting because whether we are conscious of it or not, like that stuff makes us who we are Mm -hmm. for the most part. Like I think a lot of people have hurt inner children. And I think it turns into just adults walking around that appear to be adults but they're really just like lost hurt kids for the yeah. most part like I see that so clearly now <laughs>
1: yeah that's a wild thing about growing up too it's like when you're a kid you're like oh these are the all-knowing beings and stuff and then next yeah. thing you know you're in your 30s and it's like yo I'm scared and I don't know shit and oh like somebody like this raised me <laughs> like, like you, you yeah. think like you're gonna get older and then you're just gonna know everything and just I don't know, just be like this strong, like rock. And I don't know. We're also going through a period of time that's never happened, like as well, yeah. like trying to guide through that. And actually as I was out, like uh going to get this tea at at the Timmy's down the street, uh, I was like thinking like in such like deep thought about not only now, but just like I'm in my mid-30s or whatever, but just our generation in general, like from going, from me being a kid, it was like pre-internet. Like I remember a time when there wasn't like high speed internet and it almost seems like Amish shit compared to like what it is now. (laughs) And then just in a short period of time, like everything changed and then another 15 years goes by. And then again, like the world changes again. And my thought was like, wow, what's next? Like, what's the next thing? And for some reason, just that thought gave me like goosebumps, like, of, is it going to be bad? Is it going to be good? (laughs) Like, I don't know, but just like such a a crazy thing. Like, I feel like just these times have been like wild with like just scale tipping, you know, it's no ease into it. It's just drastic, whether it's like technology or global pandemics and just changing the way we act as human beings. And it seems like every decade or 15 years, we just got to kind of reinvent ourselves or regather like how we just move through life in a way.
0: What's really interesting about it, though, is, yeah, I mean, we've gone through so much in our in our lifetime and the generations underneath us have a totally different upbringing and they have technology from the time basically they're born, which Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine the the mental and emotional effects on that but anyways it's interesting to me that as much as we have to shift and pivot to all these new things as humans we're still built and our brains are still wired as the the same way they were you know like centuries ago so like a lot of our primal instincts i think that it just it's it adds you know what I mean? Like, it's it's such a conflicting thing because it's like, we're very adaptable as humans, right? And we we have to shift and change and grow in all these things. But it's like, we're still built to be humans that connect with, with one another. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously technology is great. And that's why you and I are having this conversation today because technology is awesome. And we get to yeah. have these conversations and connections on a screen. But it's like, as a human being, we're still really built for tribe, and like those those connections, the sense of safety and security, and all these kinds of things that aren't really always there anymore. You know, yeah. Like it's definitely. it's such a it's such a strange thing, like especially through the pandemic, because technology is like our only source of connection, really, at this point. And it's like it's so as great as it is, like, it's so not meeting a lot of our base level human needs, right? Yeah. Like
1: And I, f- I find, like, the world got, like, so excited about it, too, because, like, when you do, like, pick up your phone for the first time of the day, like, it's designed to give you a hit of dopamine, and, like, yep. once in a while, I'll, I'll jump into video games, and it's, like, that times, like, 100, where you can just fucking lose your mind, and stuff, but, again, it goes back to like, when you do too much of that, if you're scrolling too much on social media, like I know personally, like I'll start feeling physically like sick, you know, like you're supposed, you're not supposed yeah. to like, like you, like you mentioned, we're built in a way where you're supposed to be outside in like yes.
0: seeing yeah.
1: people and the tribe <laughs> mentality, you know, like that's, that's how the like nature made us. And now we're almost shifting our nature and it's, it's funny to see, like, I don't know, our kids gonna evolve to like, just always being attached to a phone. I know they're talking about putting the chip in your brain, Elon Musk and shit, <laughs> like, like like this yeah. is like, interesting where we're, it seems like we're slowly changing our biology.
0: Yeah, it's a really weird time for humans. And again, just thinking about the, the younger generations I know, I'm sure, like, even outside of the pandemic, it's had an impact on them, probably to a greater degree than it did on me, because I still grew up with, like, no computers, and then eventually there's, like, oh, this dial-up internet, and, like, all these kinds of things, right, and Mm -hmm. cell phones were this big, and then there's a flip phone, and then there's an iPhone, like, you know, I saw all those things through, but for the kids that are born within the last, like, generation or two, they have, like, iPads when they're toddlers, right? And even I, just I even like, know some
1: parents too. It's like, Oh, the kid's like getting fussy. Oh, here's the iPad. I'll just shut them up. And it works and it's scary. And
0: Yeah. And, and I've like heard a lot about preteens and teenagers really struggling with that because, uh, you know, social media, because they have to see that every day. And I don't think they have a, a normal baseline of like connection, like the, the rates of, Depression and, and, and suicidal thoughts and that kind of thing are just like through the roof over the last few generations, and I think it's really sad because what a hard time to grow up. Like we had, yeah. you know, like magazines and, and TV and whatever, but it's like literally they have it in the palm of their hand, staring them in the face every day to like such a greater degree than ever before.
1: Mm-hmm. And it,
0: even in terms of advertising, like I'm sure people take advantage of that even even more than the magazine ads, like you know there's algorithms now and and you know what i mean like there's yeah. cyber bullying and all these types of things that um we didn't have to go through as as kids so i can't even imagine like it's hard enough to deal with it as an adult
1: <laughs> yeah um mm-hmm. and yeah and it's like almost you know? like uh, from what they're consuming to they start valuing more uh, than personal connection like how many likes do i have how many followers do i have and yeah. um and like I you find- said the
0: dopamine the dopamine yeah, test, yeah. like
1: And then I find like, even with me doing like these segments in the show, when I'm thinking of pushing it to the next level, I find like once in a while, my mind will get into that. It's like, oh, I need more of this and this. But then um, I had um, a publicist hit me up too, which kind of changed my mentality on that, where it's like, it's not about how many, it's about how how, uh, much people are engaged. Cause she, uh, she mentioned to me, she's like, Oh, I had this person, like they went on like CTV and stuff like that. It was a, a film director. And they said they got more messages and more people like buying like the VODs of their film and stuff from coming to my little close knit thing. Because even though we are using technology, it's still, I try to make a point of having like these really real, like soulful, conversations without like an agenda you know like we we probably talked about your your single for a minute which we we're gonna plug again (laughs) but again it's just um I don't know I feel like just having uh they said like that engagement is kind of like switch my thought of being like yo it's really not about how many like followers you have and it goes back to almost like the primal thing of connecting with people and bringing somebody else and almost like introducing them together. But at the same time, I'm doing this digitally, but uh, (laughs) I wish I could be out like in the physical or like in a studio, like I used to before and stuff like that. But yeah. um, Yeah. But
0: totally. I mean, this is all this, it it is full circle because we were talking about this earlier. I mean, all the things that I'm processing before this song comes out and it's very much a, all this this stuff about connection and and again like trying to get clear on what I want my messaging to be and and who I want to be connecting with and all that kind of stuff like I just think there's that old idea that yeah we always need to be doing more and connecting with a bigger audience and all about numbers and that kind of stuff but um you know obviously that kind of stuff comes through my mind because it's like I haven't released music in four years and I have no idea what the reception's going to be on it and um things have changed in the, in the industry like Spotify has pre saves now and there's all these algorithms and, and that kind of stuff but then yeah I mean I really have had to take a step back and be like whoa like what is this really about this is about connecting and what is a song about and what is like what is important to me you know and I think that's that's what it should be about and something you mentioned earlier to tie in as well as like it's for me like coming back with this song in particular no matter what anyone else has to say about it like obviously i want people to resonate and connect and talk to me about it but at the end of the day like i'm getting to a point where i'm realizing i took a really shitty time in my life <laughs> like lowest of the low and went through so much stuff and a lot of healing and took time off and whatever, but was somehow able to like turn it into a song. And I I think for me, like, that's what it's about for me. And obviously I, I, want it to resonate with people, like I said, but I also have to feel good about it with myself too, you know, and whether people like it or not like it's been a really cool experience just getting my a sense of self back and taking yeah a really detrimental time in my life and and making it into a piece of art like that's
1: That's, there's
0: there's there's strength in that and there was a quote I don't know if you saw like I posted it maybe a couple weeks ago when I saw it on Instagram and it was something to the effect of like um, I'm taking all the ugly experiences that I've been through and, and like turning it into something beautiful. And when I read that sentiment, I was like, "That's it! Like that's exactly what this is about mm-hmm. for me." Like, yeah, people are gonna have opinions about it, and some people aren't gonna like it, and some people don't like the growth and evolution that you know I've been embarking on, but it's not about that. And I'm not here for those people. Like yeah, I want not
1: for them, you know, it's
0: yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm here to be true to myself and follow my journey. And I want to be able to help other people on their journey. And if I can do or say something or release some sort of art that has an impact on people in a positive way, like that's what I'm here for. Like, those are my people.
1: Yeah. I, I really feel like you succeeded with that too. The song is absolutely beautiful. And um, yeah, I, I, it was, it was a blessing that I got to hear it like a little earlier because it also was like during a day where I was going through some of those emotions and reflections that you uh, speak about in your lyrics as well. And uh, I, I feel so vulnerable <laughs> saying this right now, but I listened to it and by the end of it. I had like a little tear in my eye. Like it was like the, it, it hit me at the perfect moment too. And like, like I mentioned, it's it's a beautiful song and I think you got something really special and the the ones who do take the time to hear it and need to hear it, it's, I think it's going to, it's going to be something special. You know, it's, I'm, I'm really excited for you to release this song. It's awesome.
0: Well, thank you. I really appreciate that because like, that's, that's what this should be about. Like it shouldn't be about the asshole that's complaining about me setting boundaries and being a woman that has boundaries instead of being a little girl that is too afraid to speak up about <laughs> feeling uncomfortable or whatever
1: um yeah but sometimes you know. it's healthy to vent about it too even though yeah, like uh, I mean, I, maybe like after this conversation you're like oh maybe that guy shouldn't have bugged me that much and maybe I shouldn't have dropped him on the podcast but you know what we're just putting it out there and that's sometimes <laughs> how you get over that shit and just be like for sure fuck that guy. And like
0: honestly like uh, it, it's important for me to talk about certain things like that too because I know that there are other women that deal with like unwanted uh comments or messages and whatever and mm-hmm don't feel cuz we're told as women like it's it's very much a a women's issue like i know it's an all gender issue but like don't get me wrong but i know particularly in my industry but even not in the music industry like there's still a lot of like inequality that's going on and power trips that go on and and women are like told to not talk about it and it's like men should be able to say whatever they want to you and i'm just like i don't stand for that Um, and I, that's not a me thing. Like I'm talking about my experiences with that, obviously, but like seeing that this is a generational thing that's been going on for so long, I think it is important to talk about it every once in a while. And I don't want to go on about it every day and give power to those people that are, you know not the best but uh I do there's a there's a time and a place you know and-
1: yeah yeah it's, it's some sometimes great to acknowledge it too because like other people are going through the same thing too and
0: exactly yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah and let people know it's it's not okay just be cool guys be nice be cool be supportive <laughs> and yeah it's uh but I've uh, damn just like the time just flew by like I yeah. feel like we've been talking for like 10 minutes and it's been I know an hour (laughs) but uh yeah i wanted to say to uh anytime even like when you're not promoting a single if you got some stuff on your mind if you want to come back and shoot the shit you're more than welcome i've started doing like these little side series and uh where i'm taking uh guests i've had on before and i'm just calling it just checking in so we can just do these little like side episodes if you just want to shoot the shit because uh and selfishly i really enjoyed this talk as well too oh
0: i um, did as well yeah, i did as well it's... thanks sean like I'd, I'd love to chat whenever even if it's just like a little a little side thing that's really cool
1: yeah and um people on patreon they're gonna get this episode a little early and i was Ooh. wondering if i could uh put like a little snippet of the new song like yeah maybe... of course of okay course. cool i won't give them the whole thing uh, february <laughs> 18th get the pre-save but uh, just a little <laughs> teaser after this and you get a little early exclusive for rocking with me, rocking with Justine yeah. and just I can't thank you enough for just being so open on this platform. This is what it's all about, just honesty and everything. And yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. And I'm happy to see this almost as like, like, as you mentioned, like this growth and new light in you. And I'm really excited to see just the future for you.
0: Yeah, well, thanks. I'm super excited too. It's also kind of terrifying. And I think before you do anything great, there comes a time when you just get scared shitless. Like Mm -hmm. anytime I've done anything significant in my life, whether it was like, you know, choosing a new producer to work with or finishing writing the song and, you know, anything that was really scary or a big show, like right before, you know, that big event happens, there's always that fear that's like, are you really going to do this? Yes. So i I I think that's normal, Um, and usually means you're onto something good. I think so.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's almost like when you have that fear in it. It also like I always believe that means you you actually care about this. Like this is part of your path. When you do have those moments of anxiety, and it always leads to growth. But again, it's it's so scary, and like you could either walk through that door, or you can just back up and. A lot of people don't go through those doors. And I believe that's what makes um, makes artists like yourself so special. And yeah, just overall, Justine, you are fucking awesome. Thank, Thank you so you. much for talking to me today.
0: <laughs> of course. Anytime. Thanks so much, Sean.
1: Thank you once again, Justine, for joining me on the show. Like we mentioned, her track Save Myself is dropping this week on the 18th, and I can't say it enough, it's such a beautiful track and a must listen. I had so much fun just hanging and talking with Justine. Uh, Like I mentioned in the intro, this was just a piece of our conversation and ended up just hanging on the Zoom call for another hour and a half. But that whole time, it probably felt like 20 minutes to me, you know, when you just get in a good flow and meet somebody amazing who you really gel with and just have such a natural conversation. It was so nice. And I thank Justine for her time, both on and off the mic. You are the best. And as we're speaking of people who are the best, we can't leave the show without thanking all of you who are on the Patreon, supporting me, got me a coffee this morning. First up, the co-producer, Jeremy Hopkin of Hopkin Design. The Queen, Ola mazuka of Sonic Fold. Ryan Watkins of Ryan Radio. Amanda McKnight of Top 10 Nerd. Ramshi, it's hammer time, baby. Pat Maloney, Ryan Campbell, Danielson, Devin Staple, Devin McBride, Mike Ulio, Jenny Potter, Jared Pepper Bronstein, aka Mr. Spicy, oh my god he's so hot, and Francis Coffer, aka my mom. Cheers to all of you, and if you're at home and you'd like to support, get a shout out at the end of every episode, and also get these episodes extra early and uncut you get the raw zoom files right away after i'm done recording them before anybody else you can hit up our page patreon.com slash the creative imbalance. every cent goes back into the show and if you don't want to do that and enjoy the episode just give it a like or a share we're trying to bend the algorithms i know most of you listen to the audio versions of this on spotify itunes google play all that shit but you can do me a favor and go to our youtube and hit the subscribe button Even if you don't watch them there. Um, (laughs) Help your boy Sean out. It's free. And that's all the homework I'm giving you guys today. Hope you have a wonderful week. And we got more episodes coming your way real soon. Love ya. Mwah.